Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arv. And I'm your other co-host, Arsh. And today on the show, we have two NFL-themed segments for you guys. We're going to start off by doing a prediction of every single game of Week 3 of the NFL season. We're going to start off with the Falcons-Lions and work our way through to Monday Night Football. We're also going to be doing our second week of our annual fantasy football series where each of us, Arsh and I, both give you two fantasy football players that are must-starts in your fantasy lineup this week if you're in a pinch or guys that you can stash for later on in the season. But let's get started with NFL Week 3. Arsh, why don't you take it away with the Falcons versus Lions to kick it off? Yeah, so like you said, we'll just go through these games, try to go pretty quickly, and to start off, like you said, Falcons versus Lions. So I'm going to have to go with the Lions here. I really like Jimmy Gibbs in this matchup, Jared Goff, and then Amonra St. Brown. And then you look at, I mean, it's obviously those big stars, but I just think that they're going to have a really good game overall. And then you look at the Falcons, I just don't think that they're going to be able to be as good. Their running game has been spectacular so far with the dual threat of Bijan and Tyler Alchier. Uh, And then Desmond Ritter hasn't been bad, but I don't think that he's going to be able to keep that up. Uh, this week, he's obviously a new QB. He's not very proven and against this really good Lions defense that's great on all three levels. We both know that. I just don't think that it's going to turn out great for them. So I'm going to go with the Lions here. Perhaps not a huge blowout, but a fairly big blowout and a blowout win for the Lions where they can advance to the next week. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Lions here. I do think that the Falcons, obviously, they've been very run-oriented from the start of the season. Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, the lethal combo in week one and week two, Bijan had almost 200 total yards. So we know that they're willing to run the ball. They're willing to keep the ball away from their opponent. And in this case, it was the pack last week. It was the Packers, which they actually beat with that strategy. Now, they're probably going to do the same thing against a higher-powered Lions offense. Um, but we know the Lions are able to shut down the second or have a great secondary to shut down the pass. But the Falcons obviously aren't looking to use that. I think in this game, the Lions are probably going to score on 90, 85 to 90 percent of their drives, either a touchdown or a field goal. I think that it's going to be a, a high scoring game for the Lions because the Falcons don't have a great defense. I think the Falcons are going to be struggling to keep up in terms of timing. So I have the Lions here because the Falcons, I don't think, are going to score enough in the amount of possessions they have. Now I'll move on to the Chargers-Vikings game. And both these teams are surprisingly 0-2. Two teams we thought coming into the season would be great. I for sure thought Kellen Moore would have Justin Herbert as a top five quarterback this year. And he's been pretty good, but they've had a naive, they've naive had, prediction. Oh, they've had a pretty tough schedule. And the Vikings obviously are not great in close in close situations at all. And their defense does not help them in any way whatsoever. So because of that, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. The Vikings really cleaned house at secondary last year, but didn't add anybody new. So their secondary is not great. The Chargers have a pretty good defense, and they have obviously one of the best offenses in the NFL. Austin Eckler, three great wide receivers, and Justin Herbert, not to mention Joshua Kelly, because Austin Eckler is not going to be playing prop most likely, and a good offensive line. So I think the Chargers win this game. I do think it's going to be more of an offensive battle, one of the highest scoring games of week three, but I think that the Vikings defense is what's going to hold them back from getting a stop on the on the defensive side. Yeah, I disagree here. I think it's going to be a, a slow game uh, where neither offense can really get their offense going, get down the field. But I'm going to go Vikings here. I think the Chargers just aren't going to be able to move the ball well. They're without Austin Eckler, like you said. Uh, and Justin Herbert just won't be able to do a great job. He's He hasn't been that elite quarterback that he was in, I believe, year two, perhaps year one. So, I, I mean, I think they're going to lose, and they're going to go 0-3. 
Yeah, so let's move on to our next 1 o'clock game. It's the Saints versus the Packers. I think this is going to be a surprisingly good game, but I'm going to go with the Saints here. I just think that they're going to be able to move the ball well. Chris Olave is there, and he's going to be a big playmaker for them. And they're going to be able to overpower this Packers team, not with a lot of offense, but with a lot of great defense. So I'm going to take the Saints here in a pretty close game, but not a nail-biter. Yeah, I'm going to have the Packers here. I know the Saints defense is relatively good, and their offense is okay, but they're missing their big weapon in Alvin Kamara. They don't have their number two running back in Jamal Williams. Kendra Miller is probably going to be making his NFL debut, but I think the Packers are going to be okay. I think Jordan Love is going to continue his hot streak to start off the season, and I do think that the ball is going to be spread around a lot. Aaron Jones is back there, so I think the offense is going to be explosive. Now, Texans-Jaguars, I think this is one of the more uh, safe predictions of the week. I'm going to have to go with Jaguars here. They've played great on the defensive side. Or, sorry, I'm going to have to go with Jacksonville here. They've played great on the defensive side. Their offense has also been insane. C.J. Stroud's been struggling, except for passing yards. Like, empty calories like Dak Prescott two or three years ago. So, I'm going to have to go with Jaguars. Giving the Texans here, I think C.J. Stroud is going to have an all right game, but their defense is going to be able to help stifle this Jaguars defense and the Jaguars offense and also be able to get a touchdown on the board, be able to force those turnovers, especially when Travis Etienne has not been having great games. I think that the Texans are going to be able to steal this game. And then moving to the next one o'clock game, that's the Broncos versus the Dolphins. I think this will be pretty out of hand pretty quickly. I'm going the Dolphins. I think Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and the two are have just been great so far, and they're going to continue to overpower all the teams that they're facing, and that includes this Broncos team that can't keep up with the Dolphins' offense. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be an offensive battle for the offensive for the Dolphins. A question of stopping Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and um Raheem Mostert in the backfield I think the Dolphins win this pretty sure-handedly and I think that the Broncos are not going to have a great time putting up points against the Dolphins secondary next up is um the Titans versus the Browns I think that this is going to be a really close game we saw Nick Chubb went down with an injury last week um and the Titans defense has actually been has been stingy especially against the run now, I think this is one of the closer games. Thinking about this, I'm probably going to have to go with the Titans. Deshaun Watson has not looked good at all. And Derrick Henry, I think, has a potential to take over this game, as does Ryan Tannehill. I think he could uh, enforce his will on the Browns' defense. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Titans are going to win this game, and you were very high in Deshaun Watson, uh, Najee Harris as well. In terms of fantasy, I was. No, no, and just in terms of being good this year, if we look at the quarterback rankings, you had Deshaun Watson pretty high, and he just has not been the same guy ever since he was in Houston, and that has continued this season. He has been pretty astonishingly bad for some people, but for me, I knew this would happen, and I think it's going to continue. This Titans defense is very good. Derrick Henry is going to be there, and so is Tajay Spears. It's going to be the ground-and-pound game for this Titans team, and they're going to run the Browns over, especially when they don't have Nick Chubb. And quick side note, I know this isn't so relevant, but um, Jerome Ford had a great game last game. I think he's going to be he's going to have a very bright running back future. I'm so upset because I drafted him, then I dropped him in my league, and as soon as that happened, Nick Chubb unfortunately got injured. But this guy also has a very special talent. So don't be surprised in this game if he ends up going off and he starts to be a very good running back for the Browns. And then my the next one o'clock game is uh, the Bills versus the commanders i'm gonna go the bills here i think josh allen's gonna have a good game yes he'll throw a pair of interceptions but i think that he's gonna have a good game and to be able to overpower this commander team that really should not be sticking around the bills for that long 
Yeah, I think it's going to be the Bills again. They've had tr- trouble offensively, especially with Josh Allen committing horrendous turnovers in week one. In week two, he was okay. Um, but I do think that the the running game and the emergence of James Cook has been great, as well as his throwing the ball to more receivers, Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid, and Gabe Davis alongside Stephon Diggs. So I have the Bills winning this game. Next up is the Colts versus the Ravens. I think that the Colts are not going to win this game. I think that the Ravens are going to. The biggest problem here is Gardner Minshew at quarterback for the Colts. Anthony Richardson is in concussion protocol, and he's most likely not going to play, has not practiced at the time of this recording, which is Thursday night. So I do think that the Ravens are going to win this game, especially because the Colts have not had a good secondary. Look for Zay Flowers to have a good game. Look for uh, Gus Edwards to be the lone back because Justice Hill is hurt. And look for Lamar to really have a bounce back in the whole Ravens offense to excel against a Colts team that is really not looking great at all. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the nail biters. And you could either take the Colts or Ravens here. I think I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. But I think it's going to be a very close nail biter. JT and Michael Pittman are going to take this game over for the Colts. And uh, I think and Josh Downs as well, my guy, uh, who I love a lot. I think they're going to have great games. But the Ravens are going to end up taking this one. Like you said, Lamar is going to run wild on this Colts team. That also is very good at, at all three levels. I just think that Lamar is just too good to be contained, and he's got weapons now. So let's move to the last 1 p.m. game. That's the Patriots versus the Jets. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jets here. I do like the the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, simply, I think Zach Wilson can be pretty good. He wasn't great last week, obviously, playing the Cowboys. But the Cowboys did not capitalize on a lot of the turnovers and a lot of the times that they got the ball. And the Jets could easily get right back in that game, and they did when Garrett Wilson caught that long touchdown pass. You saw as soon as he got a chance, he caught that long touchdown pass. And the point is that these guys have great playmakers, and they can all make plays on the field. Brees Hall didn't play a lot. So I think if all these guys get in, they start to get have really good games early, and they can start making plays, then it doesn't matter who your quarterback is you'll be able to overpower the Patriots in this case. So I'm going to go with the Jets here, and I think that they can pull out this game without Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Yeah, I think that's pretty contradictory to what you said last week about Aaron Rodgers' injury and seeing if the Jets are going to be good. I said floors. How is it contradictory? Well, you said that the Jets' floor was four to – I think it's at three to four. And what I say for their ceiling? And what I say for their ceiling? Just missing the playoffs. Okay, so that includes a single win in week three, doesn't it? I know, but you talked very highly of the offense. That's all I was saying. Um, For me, I think that... Of which offense? The Jets' offense? Yes, very highly. Yeah, and I just said that I think their offense can be good this week. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to disagree here. I was very high on the Jets. I think this is going to be one of their division losses. Um, I do think that they'll eventually come around and end up beating the Patriots later in the season. But right now, I think Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook are not going to play great against a very good Patriots defense that whenever coached by Bill Belichick is always a good defense. Their secondary is going to be pretty good. They really only have to worry about Garrett Wilson getting to the second level. And that probably won't happen because of Zach Wilson. So I think that the Patriots are going to end up winning this game. The question is, how much are they going to be able to move the off- move the ball on the Jets defense? And that is going to be a question that we have to be that has to be seen on Sunday. Um, but I think that the Patriots could end up pulling that out, pulling out with a victory because of Ramondre Stevenson. Mac Jones, I think, has a pretty good game, and Kendrick Bourne could be a difference maker. Next up is the first 4.05 p.m. game between the Panthers and Seahawks. We just got word Bryce Young is going to be out with an ankle injury. I don't 
think actually if if I am being honest, that might actually help the Panthers case having an experienced quarterback in Andy Dalton, definitely a top five quarterback, sub a, de- a top five number two quarterback on the roster. Um, but I think that the Seahawks still are gonna win this game. Um, they have three incredible wide receivers coming off of the OT win walk-off touchdown to Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Kenneth Walker had two touchdowns, a very good game. So I think that the Seahawks could win this game, and I think they will. Yeah, give me the Seahawks in this game. I think that they're going to have a really good game, and the Panthers just don't have some of their normal playmakers. But they do still have some left, so they will put up some points. Then it's the Bears-Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's much to be said here. Justin Justin Fields has looked very bad in his first two games and not much of a rusher at all. Only one design run and missing reads left and right. So definitely Chiefs. Cowboys, Cardinals, I'm going to have to go Cowboys here. I was talking to someone um, today and they were saying the Cowboys look like the best NFC team that we have seen in a while. Now, I don't know how much that's true, but I do agree that they're going to be pretty good. Trayvon Diggs, unfortunately, left practice and is out for the year with the ACL tear. That could definitely impact the defense and the sacks because the secondary is not going to be able to hold wide receivers as much, especially Marquise Brown for a washed Stephon Diggs. Um, But I think that the Cowboys offense and Dak Prescott looking a lot more confident, a lot more composed in the pocket could help the Cowboys win this game. Yeah, and quick correction for anyone. I think he meant Trayvon Diggs without Trayvon oh, Diggs what did and I Stephon say? Gilmore. You said Stephon Diggs. Oh, sorry. I meant Trayvon Diggs. Okay, yeah. But anyway, uh, not much to be said. I'm not going to go so deep into it. Uh, Cowboys are winning this game without Trayvon Diggs. They still have Stephon Gilmore and a bunch of other good corners. Uh, next up is the Steelers versus the Raiders. And I'm going to have to go with the Steelers in this game. I love the Raiders. I have Devontae on my fantasy team, and I think that their offense can be very productive. But I also think the Steelers are finally finding their groove, right? George Pickens is finally getting into the mix. Kenny Pickens is finally figuring stuff out. And even though the running game isn't great, which I do think it'll actually be pretty good this game with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, uh, I think that Kenny Pickett is starting to warm up. Do I think he's going to have the sophomore breakout year Pro Bowl year that everyone was saying? No, I don't. Do I think him and George Pickens is going to be the best wide receiver quarterback duo in the NFL? No, I don't. But do I think that they're going to have a good enough game to beat the Raiders, who don't really have a great team, aren't really playoff contenders? And if they are, if they do sneak into the playoffs, they're not going to make it far? Yeah, I do. So I'm going to go with the Steelers in this game. I do think the Steelers win this game. I agree with you. Um, Jalen Warren had three catches for 60 yards, split the backfield with Najee Harris. And it looks like it's going to be a two-headed monster here in Pittsburgh. A, a better offensive line. Kenny Pickett, I talked about it, has was the only quarterback to finish preseason with 158.3 passer rating. And last year, that guy, same whoa, stat. Whoa, last whoa. year, last year that guy was Jalen Hurts. Two years ago, I can't remember who it was, but it was someone that had a very good year as well. I just think that their offense is going to be serviceable. And I think that the running game is going to be what wins them the what wins them the ball game because of their conservation of clock. Now let's move to the first Monday night game, the doubleheader again this week, starting off with the Eagles. Buccaneers on Monday Night Football at 7-15. I have the Eagles winning this. I think it's a get-right game for A.J. Brown, get-right game for Jalen Hurts, guys that have both looked not up to standards as they did last year. I think DeAndre Swift is going to go back to splitting the backfield with uh, Kenneth Gainwell, and I do think that the Buccaneers defense is going to struggle against the Eagles defense. That is great against a pass. One of the, I mean, great against, great pass rush, um, something that Baker Mayfield hasn't really seen this season. Yeah, I agree with what you said. I'm going Eagles here. And then the last game is Rams-Bengals. Bengals have looked absolutely atrocious. Well, the Rams have been pretty good. I'm going to go Rams here. 
I don't think that the, the Bengals are going to be able to get much going here. And I do think at the end that they'll be able to make it close. It may be a bit of a nail-biter at the very end. But I'm going Rams here. I mean, I think the Bengals are going to suffer and struggle against this Rams defense that is not great. But I do think that the Rams are going to be able to pull it out. And Matthew Stafford is going to be able to put these points on the board. That is necessary. Tutu Atwell, the guy that I had as my fantasy pick the past two weeks, has been, has been going crazy. Uh, and then... Puka Nakua, the rookie out of BYU, has also been going crazy. Van Jefferson's there. Tyler Higby's there. I mean, they've got a serviceable offense, and they've been playing great. So I'm going to go with the Rams here, uh, beating the Bengals' Super Bowl rematch from a couple years ago, yes. But in this Week 3 matchup, I'm going Rams. Now, it all depends on if Joe Burrow plays. I do think that even if Joe Burrow doesn't play, I think that this offense is good enough to be able to put up points. Now, that doesn't I don't know if they're going to win um which obviously I just said I think the Bengals but I do think that it'll be a much closer game if Joe Burrow does not play obviously. I think that if Joe Burrow doesn't play, the whole like personality out of this Bengals team's taken out. I do think that the Rams win in that case. Kyron Williams has been great. You talked about Puka Nakua, Matthew Stafford has looked good, close to what he was 2 years ago and then defensively we know Aaron Donald, good secondary. Um now if you look to the Bengals struggling even with Joe Burrow back a lot of it's due to his calf and not being 100% Jamar Chase has not played great defense has played really bad so if Joe Burrow plays I still think it's a get right game for the Bengals if not I think that the Rams could take this all right now let's move on to two bros two picks which is our weekly segment each of us gives you two fantasy football players that we think our that we think are must starts this week or at least bench players that you should stash Arsh why don't you get us started with your first pick Yep, I'll go fast here. Devontae Parker, uh, the wide receiver for the New England Patriots, he's playing against the Jets this week, so he is going to have a pretty hard matchup, and he is a bit injured, but he's only rostered in 12% of leagues uh, on the Sleeper app, and he's projected 7.42 points. Last week, he had a 100% snap rate, 8 targets, 6 receptions for 57 yards, and 0 touchdowns. Here, I think he's going to have a good game. He's going to get a ton of targets, and he's going to be able to hopefully get in the end zone at least once. If he doesn't, it's still going to be a good move. So if I were you, I'd pick up uh, the wide receiver for the New England Patriots, Devontae Parker. Yeah, one for me, one of two running backs I have this week. A lot of people have been hurt by injuries. Nick Chubb, we know Aaron Jones was out last week. And David Montgomery, Saquon Barkley, who are happen to be both of my running backs. So I'm giving you my two picks that I'm actually starting this week in light of various injuries. I'm going to start off with Gus Edwards, who surprisingly is only rostered in 43% of leagues. Now, normally I had him as a free, I had to start him because of the fact that I had no running backs. But now it looks even better because as I talked about in our predictions, Justice Hill is hurt with an ankle or turf toe. So Gus Edwards is most likely going to get the start without Justice Hill there. Maybe they bring in Kenyon Drake up from the practice squad or Melvin Gordon for pass catching duties. But I think that Gus Edwards is going to be the downhill runner in a game where they're playing the Colts and offense that probably is not going to put up that many points. I think it's going to be a run first this week. And I think that the, that, Gus, that Gus Edwards is going to be the main guy that benefits. So that's my first pick. Yep, and then my second pick is the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. It's KJ Osborne. He's been having, he's been in the league for three years, has had pretty good years, and last week he had two targets, three receptions, but two drops and a 10-yard touchdown. So that was against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's playing the Chargers now. 
who don't have as great as a secondary. I'm going KJ Osborne here. I think he can have a big game. Yes, they have Jay Jettis there. Yes, they do have some good wide receivers, and they have a great tight end there. But I do think that KJ Osborne is going to be able to have a good game, be able to get a lot of targets, and hopefully not drop the ball twice in critical spots, and also catch another touchdown. That'll be a really good game for a guy that's only rostered in about 17% of leagues. Yeah, my second pick is, as I mentioned, another running back. And it's another guy I talked about playing the Green Bay Packers, Kendra Miller. Now, he gets a very good matchup, potentially in his NFL debut, 29th best. So third or fourth worst in the NFL run defense. Now, I do think this is going to be a really good start because Jamal Williams is hurt with a hamstring injury, most likely not going to play. Alvin Kamara suspended a game. And we saw that Tony Jones got the touches, but... Kendra Miller was out last week. So I think that if he plays, which by the way, he logged a full practice this or one full practice already this week, I think that he could be a really valuable start in a team that needs to run the ball, keep the ball away from the Packers, and a rookie getting his NFL debut could be really beneficial. So my first pick is Gus Edwards running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Second pick is Kendra Miller running back for the New Orleans Saints. And my first pick is the uh, wide receiver for the New England Patriots. That is Devontae Parker. And my second pick is the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. That's KJ Osborne.